Welcome back to Gale Force Winds Season 2. The Gale Force Winds Podcast is proudly sponsored by Newfound Marketing, a digital marketing agency located in St. John's, Newfoundland. Visit our website at newfoundmarketing.ca to find out how we can help your business grow. Newfound Marketing, a compliment to your marketing team. Welcome back to a special episode of Gale Force Winds. In August of 2022, Travis Crickert came back to St. John's after triumphantly winning the Memorial Cup. Uh, he is the coach now of the St. John's Sea Dogs. What we did was we, Gale Force Winds, traveled around with him and created a video uh, celebrating the places that he uh, grew up with, and he brought the cup too. We will put a link to that in, the, uh, in this video, um, in the description of this video. But we wanted to uh, have a little bit of a section of uh, conversation with Travis. Travis is a very, very motivated and inspirational uh, guy. At the time of this interview, it was actually Regatta Day. He had not yet been announced as the head coach. He was the assistant coach when they won in uh, of last year. So um, St. John's boy won the Memorial Cup. And uh, if you don't know much about the Memorial Cup, I would say uh, Google it. It is one of the most difficult trophies in hockey to win. And a homegrown St. John's boy won it. But I think you'll get from this um, how inspirational this young man is leading a team of hockey players. Thanks for joining us. Uh, no, I just... Um... What's it been like bringing this home, bringing the Memorial Cup back to St. John? Really, really special. Yeah. I I couldn't wait. I yeah. think the last four days, that's kind of all I thought about. Yeah. The idea of having the chance to bring it home yeah. and share with uh, my family, but just yeah. people around Newfoundland and places that I've loved to come and go yeah. uh, growing up. Yeah. Uh, why did this have to be your, why did Leo's have to be your first stop? Leo's had to be my first stop because growing up, Leo's was my favorite restaurant. It yeah. seemed to be always the place that uh, we as a family or I, I would want to come after like hockey on yeah. a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And uh, we, we kind of have a continual or perpetual argument amongst our family as to where the best fish and chips is. And me and my uncle Steve in there, we believe it's Leo's. Okay. Um, so I really wanted to make sure the rest of my family knew that okay. the cup was coming here and not, <laughs> not another fish and chips place. You're not, not going down the street there. No, no, we're not. <laughs> uh, so when you were coming here as a kid, what rink were you leaving? Were you leaving? Uh, usually like Prince of Wales okay. or Capital Hyundai yeah, now yeah. or um, Brother O'Hare. I don't right know what now. it's called now. Brother here is Yetman's. 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 Okay, so yeah. it would usually be one of those two okay. rinks where we'd be coming from to come here to eat. Um, what was it like uh, showing this off Confederation Building earlier? I was kind of surprised at the opportunity. I that wasn't on the schedule. It kind of happened uh, last minute. Yeah. Um, I just think it was going to be something really special to be able yeah. to look back on. Yeah. And kind of show my kids when they're older that I had the chance to share with our with our premier because. Okay kind of a a person that's not really overly accessible to the general public on a daily basis so him giving me a little bit of time to share with him yeah. means a lot Fury. how are you bud how are you look at this nice, to meet, you. nice to meet you congratulations thank you very much wow that's uh, that's significant they let you have it that's fantastic so, how was it this experience is yeah, incredible yeah. yeah 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 it was a lot more than we could even imagine really yeah team played so well didn't lose a game no 
Yeah, all powered by Newfoundland. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. Do you mind if I hold it? Oh yeah, sure. Just um, just watch your hands if you touch the top because it's been through a few COVID? few parties this summer and it's been <laughs> dropped a few <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. Slid over here on the desk and get a couple of photos. Yeah. That's pretty cool. How old is it? Uh, I think it's like 103 years old now. Really? Yeah. Did you drink out of it? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All around. What's next for you? Um, back there in St. John's. Yeah. So I was assistant coach with the team. Yeah. I'm taking over as the head coach. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. You can work out today. I'm going to add some light to the rope just okay. That's better. <laughs> Not at all. Sorry, Jerry. Where yeah. are you going with it now? Leo's restaurant. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Putting it right in there. Absolutely. Put sauce right, <laughs> right, right in there. there. Yeah. Is that a better backdrop now? Yeah, it is now, yeah. Is it? It's just that when the song coming in, yeah. you're all back. Okay. Shadows in your face. All right. There we go. It's going to be scorching hot. Okay. Uh, your rest of your day is you're going to hit a couple of camps. Um, what do you think that's going to be like? Do you think showing that up, being able to bring, able to bring that back to, to your roots? Yeah, I'm really excited. I know that uh, some of the coaches I've talked to run the camps. They said the kids are super jacked up. They have the opportunity to not just see this uh, cup, but potentially the Stanley Cup later. I think they're kind of yeah. feeling a little spoiled yeah. that they're going to get to see kind of the two biggest yeah. cups in hockey right now. So. And just thinking about some of the people that are there who coached me growing up, who are still there, and to be able to bring it back and yeah. share it with them will be um, kind of special as well, I and think. We played street hockey together, and then he went on to play D3 at yeah. Potsdam. Yeah, that's right. Coached all over the place. He's coached lots of different places in Canada, settled in St. John, and had a tremendous run. Now Memorial Cup champion and from Newfoundland, so I think that's super, super awesome. So, guys, again, a little quick stick that. Uh, I think it's a, a historic trophy. That's uh, a trophy that you win if you win the Canadian Hockey League. So you have to win your own major junior league first, or you host the Memorial Cup. Is what's what happened with Travis. Uh, St. John hosted, and you have to win the Memorial Cup. So there's a lot of games you have to win to win that trophy. And uh, utmost respect for Travis for winning that for sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I thought I'd drop in, kind of share it with whomever possible because it is a. It is a really prestigious trophy and it's a huge honor to be able to represent Newfoundland as someone who's won this. So if, if anyone wants to get a picture with it, if you want to take it for a spin around the ice, go ahead. The only thing I ask is, because it's been beaten up pretty bad from some parties, that you hold it here and here. And you can take it for a spin, whatever you want to do with it. But it's, it's here for you guys to look at and spend a little bit of time with. And I'm gonna stay out on the ice and do a little twirl with you guys and see how it goes.
Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, no sweat. Absolutely. Okay, guys, you get a quick little five minutes or so. We can grab a couple pictures. You guys want to grab a few pics? I got my phone there. We want to do a group shot? Right yeah, ahead. I think a group shot. trophies to win, so that's why it's party so hard, right? Yeah. And this is a trophy, okay, for the Canadian Hockey League Memorial Cup. And Travis was a coach for this team. Okay, and he won. He's come by to share the trophy with you. Okay. When I was your age, I used to attend this camp too, so that's why I'm bringing the cup back. Come on, guys. Get a picture with everyone. Good picture with everyone here now, then, guys. Here, let's go. This is older than the Stanley Cup, yeah. I think so. It's How did we bring it home? This is Travis Cricker. He brought it home. Okay, he was a coach on the St. John's Sea Dogs who won it. And guess what? He was in this camp like you. Once upon a time. How old are you now? 35. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hey, you guys want to get a picture with it? Everyone go over here, guys. Let's do it. And it's the regatta tomorrow as well? Yeah, so from 2.30 to 5.30, okay. I'll be at the Kitty Vitty Brewery beer tent okay. at, a, at a table with the cup for anyone who's uh, interested in getting a photo with it. And then later on in the evening, we'll be at, at the tap room for a, for a party. It'll be me and my, my close friends, but it, we're, we're uh, welcoming anyone who wants to come. So it's re really going on tour. The trophy the we're trying to hit it all we're yeah. trying to do it all as as much as possible and as yeah. fast as possible yeah why was it a must to eat, to eat the fish and chips out of there well it's just kind of i guess it's something you're supposed to do everyone else who's had it so far is eating something out of it guys have had uh poutine cereal uh the guys in pei who had it they took it to cow's ice cream and had a, a big feed of ice cream out of it so i figured it was uh important to have our kind of newfoundland dish out yeah, of it well he wants more newfoundland yeah that, right? Right, cool. So Travis, here we are. Uh, I've been following you around for three days and I can tell you it's a bit of a thrill. I really appreciate uh, doing this with you. But first of all, I'd just like to say that uh, congratulations. Uh, winning the Memorial Cup, as I've come to learn, is a Herculean feat. Uh, first of all, uh, Gale Force Winds audience, they're interested in uh, success and inspiration. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what this means to you. Okay, uh, thanks, Jerry. Well, uh, originally from St. John's, Newfoundland, born and raised. Left home when I was 16 to pursue a hockey career. And uh, it, it didn't turn out to be a playing career. It turned out to be a coaching career. And, and really, for me, when I was about 18, I kind of felt like I probably would serve the game better as a coach because I wasn't a very good player. And uh, once I finished playing when I was 25, jumped right into coaching right away. Kind of started in minor hockey at the midget now it's called u18 AAA, and uh, fortunately enough uh, my first year of head coaching there had a lot of success our team ended up going to the telescope national championship final and i got plucked out of there right away into the into the ohl with the ottawa 67s and since then i've kind of been around uh in the western hockey league with the Kelowna rockets now the st john sea dogs and the quebec major junior league and and also during that time, I had a chance to coach uh, three times with Team Canada at uh, various world championships. It's amazing, Travis. I, you say you're not a very good hockey player. You're standing with a guy who's probably not a very good hockey player. <laughs> I actually used to figure skate. I can skate, but I don't know what to do with the puck when I get it. Okay. But, uh, you know, it's incredible. Just tell us a little bit about uh, the inspiration and, and the leadership. I'm we're, we're fascinated with leadership. You're 
You're coaching a lot of very young men, we'll call them. You know, what are some of the uh, techniques, I guess, that you, you utilize to, to motivate these boys to go on and win a championship? Yeah, well, so I think the one thing that I took away from this experience was we had a great regular season where we finished high in the standings and I think the last, we won the last 15 straight regular season games and then we went into the playoffs and we got upset in the first round. And then there's this kind of long layoff where we're waiting to play our next game and we don't know who our opponents are. A lot of uncertainty and people don't like uncertainty no. really. And I think it could have been a really negative experience for a lot of people, but we really tried to make a pact and focus only on positives. Even when there were moments where it was very, very easy to be negative, focused only on positives. And that for me is the biggest kind of takeaway that no matter how bad the situation is or how difficult or how potentially negative, there has to be some kind of positive, whether it's you learn something or you grew a little bit or you simply just got a little bit better. If you can find that positive, people kind of gravitate toward that more than negativity and people want to work harder for people who are more positive. That was that was my biggest takeaway from this experience. It's amazing, you know, being around hockey a little bit and as a coach myself, I worked hard with the minor, you know, Adam, Peewee and Bantam, never at a level that you did, but trying to stay positive is not easy when you have a group of people that are going off on all kinds of tangents. Of course, you have the parents that are involved. You're, you're not the sole source of information and, and positivity, are you? So you, you must have to manage quite a, a massive amount of people, not just the team. Oh yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of different voices uh, that speak to each player on a daily basis, whether it's, like you said, parents, coaches, agents, um, other people, maybe friends, maybe other family members, uh, community members. So there's a lot of potentially different messages that need to get managed. And if you really want them to kind of adhere to or follow your leadership, your message needs to be constant and consistent every day. But I come back to that positivity. The more positive you can be with people, as hard as that is sometimes, they really gravitate towards it. And I say that because I saw it. Yeah. And it was kind of the first time that I really had a great opportunity to experience that. And that's something that I'm gonna try to take with me as I continue to work on my craft of coaching is no matter how bad it could be, let's say we're having a terrible game, there has to be something good in there. Yeah. There has to be. Amazing. Travis, I did some, I coached 10 years with the Avalanche Celtics and Sometimes on the ice for practice, I'll be honest with you, I found it overwhelming. Uh, just trying to manage everything that's going on. When you're on the ice, um, you know, I'm geeking out a little bit, but how many people would be on the ice from a coaching perspective to help manage what's going on, okay, on the ice yeah. in so, a practice? So it could be any, I would say anywhere between four and eight. So wow. typically when you think about it, you have your head coach, probably two assistant coaches, and then maybe a goalie coach would be kind of your standard. But then for us, for example, uh, we would have a skating coach, uh, a face-off coach, a skills coach. So at any point in time, there could be between four and eight. And even sometimes we would invite uh, kind of guest coaches to come out, whether they be coaches at 
uh, higher levels coming to help us yep. or coaches at lower levels who we want to kind of give some experience to and simply just the more uh, coaches or bodies you can have on the ice with a group of say 20 to 30 depending on your roster size it's better because you can manage the ice better but uh, players are then getting more uh, feedback touch points yeah it's fascinating I'll tell you a quick story so I was coaching one time and had a practice with 27 kids on the ice I don't know what was on the go all the other coaches couldn't make it I was on the ice by myself oh. and this parent came up to me and said that practice was the shits <laughs> and I said I spent two hours preparing and it was one person there anyway I said to him put your skates on come out next week he never did oh anyway. yeah okay overall uh, hockey is an incredibly positive environment positive experience tell us a little bit about what hockey has meant to you Travis it's honestly it's everything to me I a lot of people say you shouldn't try to identify as a hockey coach or a hockey player or whatever you do for occupation but I really feel like um, I'm at a point in my life where it's the only thing that I think I know how to do I know how to mow my own lawn at, at home and uh, do some house chores yeah. but I don't really know how to do much other than coach hockey yeah. so I very much identify as that and I think really a lot like I, I understand that there's a need for balance and uh, spend time with your families and try to spend time with your friends and a lot of people say the key to balance is having other hobbies and things like that but I think that if you want to try try to be world-class at something you need to have an obsessive focus and that's what I'm trying to do is I, I want to be world-class well, I can tell you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to keep it much longer. We're talking to him almost 10 minutes here now. This gentleman has been wandering around St. John's with the Memorial Cup, being incredibly patient. We're actually here right now at the regatta. He's being stopped left, right and center to uh, actually uh, talk to people and get pictures taken. Obsessive focus. I'm going to say something. I have no doubt, Travis, that your future is incredibly bright. Um, I think there's going to be some announcements about your future in the next little while. And I tell you, uh, it's just been a pleasure to be part of your life for the last three days. Congratulations. All the best for 2023 and beyond. Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate the opportunity to talk.
Thank you for tuning in to Gale Force Winds. That's Gale Force Winds, W-I-N-S dot com.